The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. That's right. Sass is allowed here. Strollers are not. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 20 of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. I'm Colin Matheson. Hope you are having a magical, magical week. Don't forget, we drop a new episode every single Monday. So put a reminder on your Apple Watch, your rotary phone, whatever, post it on your refrigerator. And don't forget to like us on social media. Search for Two Fairy Godfathers on Twitter. Instagram and Facebook and hit that subscribe button. And thanks again for all of your great reviews and good comments. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, we are ready. I think this one's going to be really handy for all of you, especially if you're Disney world virgins. Um, a lot of you out there virgins. We don't, we don't understand what you're waiting for to go, but here we go. Today's episode is called How to Pick the Right Resort. And I, I think this is going to be useful, don't you think, Hal, for folks? It is, yeah. I mean, because we – look, we – if only we knew what we know now when we first started planning our trips. Yeah, we did it by trial and error, and we learned a lot over the years. Yeah, so you're going to learn from our mistakes and our trial and error. First, we should tell you – let's do a little setup. Uh, you're going to hear us talk a lot about on-property – off property. On property just means that uh, the resorts are within Walt Disney World property and they're owned by Walt Disney World, with the exception of Swan and Dolphin. And there are 20 some resorts. There are 20 some resorts within Walt Disney World that Walt Disney World owns. So when you hear us say on property, that's what it means. It is a Disney property. Um, and with Disney property, you get perks, uh, but they do tend to be a little bit more expensive. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. But first, kind of a breakdown. Walt Disney World breaks down their resorts into four categories. We have value, moderate, deluxe, and deluxe villas. So keep that in mind. Again, value, moderate, deluxe, and deluxe villas. And you should always start with budget, right, Kyle? How much do you can how much can you and how much do you want to spend on lodging? Yes, because that is going to right away clear a path down to just a handful of resorts in each category. So yeah, so we're gonna look. One of the questions we get a lot that we're we're like, well, we can answer this literally every week. We get this a lot: is where should we stay, Jason and Colin? Where fairy godfathers? What what? Well, you got to really kind of look inside yourself. You know what? Whatever Fiki say anyway. Uh, you got to think about what you're looking for, what vibe you're looking for, and again, as we said, start with budget, because rooms can go anywhere from a hundred dollars all the way up to eight hundred dollars and more. If you're talking villas, like if we're talking the Polynesian uh, bungalows, well, you better take out a mortgage. Yeah, because if you want the Polynesian resort bungalows, the bungalows or villas there. They're bungalow. Well, they they call them bungalows. It's yeah. under the villa category, but. I've, it's on a bucket list thing for me to stay there, but I am not paying that much for it. Yeah. So if you look, if you so let's let's take one scenario. We're going to kind of give you a, just different scenarios. Uh, if you are a budget conscious folk and you are not going to be in the room a lot, because that's another thing you need to consider along with budget. How big of uh, how big is hotel in your priority list? What's what's important to you? We're going to get to that in a little bit. But set your budget. Look and keep in mind. You got to factor in meals, and if you're going to rent a car, if you're not going to rent a car, uh, keep in mind if you stay on property, you can take advantage of all of that great Walt Disney World transportation, like the monorail, the bus system, pretty soon the Skyliner. So 
if you don't want a car and you can get around Walt Disney World without one, maybe use that money to put toward a hotel stay. Again, they range from $100 to $800. Next, as I said, the next thing to kind of look for is what vibe are you looking for? What is important to you? Are you someone that wants a great view? Are you someone that's like, you know, I'm going to be at the parks every day. I'm, I'm literally there, as we always say. We are there to sleep. That's another thing to keep in mind. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to go to the pool and relax the resort, then you're going to pick something different than if you just need a place to put your head down at the end of the night. So I kind of put these uh, – we put these in a couple different categories. The first category uh, for our recommendations, fun and festive. Not too expensive. So again, category is fun and festive, not too expensive. So you're, these are the resorts you're going to find in the value to moderate range. And we've stayed at several of these. Uh, first, Art of Animation. This is a good choice. This is a moderate. But sometimes we've this has gotten expensive in our last few trips. We've, I don't know what, what's happening with the rates. But this is still considered, uh, considered a moderate um, resort. And Kyle, tell folks what moderate means. You 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 really deep dive into this because you're one of the one that books our trips. I can't remember off the top of my head. I wish I was better prepared. Um, Bottom they, line, it's just less. I mean, it's less of the uh, specialty, uh, less special stuff. Yeah. Um, so I think they're all still going to be outdoor rooms. So think of like a a motel, if you will, where you have, um, you know, it's a three story building. You have like the catwalk outside that goes into your room from the outside. So they're all going to be outdoor access. They will not have a sit-down restaurant on property. Um, and they're just a little bit nicer than a value resort. Yeah. So Art of Animation and Pop Century fall into that. I call this fun festive and not too expensive because the theming, like let's take Art of Animation. It is bright, girl. It is It is all – you see Simba everywhere. There's Nemo. They have the Nemo-themed pool. Um, it is just – it's, I don't want to use the word garish, but it is bright and festive and a little kitty. I will tell you, even though our you know, Two Fairy Godfathers is all about doing Walt Disney World as an adult, this is a resort that you will find a lot of families. It is very popular because of the theming. Yeah, it's in your face with all of these characters and because of the budget, I think that also contributes to that. Pop Century is a little bit of the same way. Um, you're going to find a lot of families here, but again, fun, festive. It's all about pop culture um, in the 20th century. Very well themed, but again, bright. Uh, not overly fancy, but not a you know not quite the value resort and good access. I mean the um, the new Skyliner. Keep this in mind. You will have access to the Skyliner at Pop Century and Art of Animation. Yeah, these are located kind of between Hollywood Studios and the ESPN Wide World of Sports. Caribbean Beach. Now, we've had our friend Colleen Lindstrom say, stay there several times. It is being remodeled right now. It is, yes. It needed it, girl. It needed it. But this is, think. I mean, hello, the theme. It's the Caribbean. So fun, festive. Yeah, bright colors. The Like the buildings are pink and, you know, green and it's really bright Kyle right off the top of your head you you look at my Disney experience all the time average room that you usually see for Caribbean Ooh, I'd say upper hundreds low twos okay yeah yeah you could find it cheap days probably like 180 on average I'd say like 215 in the value category for fun festive and not too expensive the all-star resorts you have all-star movies and you have all-star sports and all-star music and all-star music three all-stars resorts now we have a spe- there's a special place in our hearts for all the all-star resorts specifically all-star movies because our big our first big family trip with Colin's family we stayed at the all-star movies and look it ain't fancy 
there's no you know it, there's no bells and whistles like Colin said it's in, it's outdoor access to your room but the pool was it's, cool yeah, it's just a quick serve like food court outside by you know a pool bar you have a buffet I mean not buffet but you have the quick serve restaurant nothing fancy but I got to tell you these all star resorts for the value for the price you can get them for like ninety six dollars a night yeah so if if you think about it, that's cheap for any hotel, period, let alone to be on Walt Disney World property. So if you are – remember I told you it, it depends on what is important to you and what vibe. If you are a person who couldn't give a rat's ass about the hotel but you still want to stay on property, you still want access to all of those benefits that you get from staying at an on-property resort like transportation, proximity to the parks, the all-star resorts are probably for you. Yeah, one thing to note with these, though, the they are located in the Animal Kingdom area, so they're a bit out there as far as distance. And this is where a lot of those big groups come. So if there's, like, a cheerleading convention, they stay there. Give me a D. Give me an I. Give me an S-N-E-Y. Yeah. So if, if you want to avoid that whole crowd, maybe not your speed. But, again, if it's just, like, I'm going to come back there, I'm going to put in my earplugs and go to bed, you don't care. <laughs> you don't need it. Yeah, you don't care. Because, again... Cheap, but yet you get all of the benefits of staying on property. My next category, fun, but more expensive. Again, as far as vibes, festive vibes for these resorts. One of our favorites, uh, I think just our favorite, one of our favorite resorts, period, is the Polynesian. Yeah, I think this is the category where we spend most of our time as far as resorts. Yeah, fun, but a little more expensive. This is in the deluxe category. Um, It's also one of the first resorts ever built for the Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, It was the Grand Floridian. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was the Contemporary and the Polynesian. And uh, and actually also where the Beatles decided to break up. That's the legend right there in the lobby. But anyway, we love it. The theming. Hello, it's... It's in the name, girl. It's the Polynesian-themed resort and beautifully, beautifully themed. The grounds are gorgeous. All of the um, buildings are named after different Polynesian islands. You really do feel like the music, the smell. It has its own smell. Oh, the smell is crazy good. Yes, the poly smell. Um, You really do feel like you're in the Polynesian islands. The pools are great. We love – there's a quieter pool. I, it's not really officially an adult pool, but it is quieter. It doesn't have – like the, the the main pool that oh, that you can see Magic Kingdom from, that you can see – yeah, is uh, very kiddie. It has – It's got the water slides and all that stuff. It's a great pool for families. Yeah, the other one is much quieter. It's got like little cabanas. It's got the bar. That's where we spend our time. And it's beautiful. It just got renovated. Well, the Poly got renovated, I believe, in fourteen in 2014. Uh, so the rooms, again, very nice, well-themed. The Luau is there. Um, they have, of course, Ohana. Uh, one of our favorite restaurants is located in the Grand, in the Great Hall. And you can get that Dole Whip. It's one of the few locations um, at Walt Disney World that you can get that famous Dole Whip all day, every day. So the Polynesian, average room. It depends. I'd say cheap end probably four fifty, higher end eight hundred. I think if you find anything in the fives to sixes, that's pretty typical. Next in our fun but more expensive category, the the beach and yacht club in the Epcot area of Walt Disney World. Probably it it really has risen in the ranks for us. Yeah, it's a great room, amazing pool, great restaurants, and you can't beat the locations. Yeah, the pool is actually on everybody's list of the best pools at Walt Disney World as far as resorts are concerned. It is giant. It's a park upon itself. And you, both resorts, beach and yacht, get to share. And you're, if you're wondering, if, if you're thinking, okay, is it one resort or two? It is actually two resorts, the Beach Club and the Walt Disney World Yacht Club. But 
they basically look the same. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're connect. They butt up right next to each other. They look the same. They're just different colors. Um, and again, the, it is a little bit more expensive, but the grounds are gorgeous. We love the theming. Um, you know, where Grand Floridian theming is great, but it's stuffy and like a doily. This is fancy, but yet accessible. It's a beach theme. It's casual. The vibe is just fun, and it houses one of our favorite restaurants, um, and that is? The Yachtsman Steakhouse. So, so darn good. Uh, next, a perennial favorite. We literally did a whole episode early in our run, the Swan and Dolphin in this category. Here's the deal. This is not officially owned by Walt Disney World. It is a... Yeah, it's a, like a license agreement with them. So you still get all the perks minus um, the ability to charge things to your magic band. That's the only thing you don't get. But you can take the boats and transportation. You get extra magic hours. You can send things back to your hotel. Um, and this is the case with the, all those um, partnership hotels. So like the Waldorf Astoria just started. There's a, a Hilton down by um, Disney Springs that just started this. But the Swan and Dolphin is the only one that's like in the heart of the action and it was the original. And though I put this in the fun but more expensive category, the truth of the matter is we find really good deals at the Swan and Dolphin. It's one of the main reasons we stay there. Yeah, you can find them as low as like one twenty, one thirty a night on slow times. But the vibe is so perfect for us. It's fun. It's not too much, too many families, not too many groups. It is a conference hotel, which sometimes drives us nuts. But and you can't, and we're going to get to location in a minute. But it's it's just all around good. The last one on this list, Kyle is not a huge fan of this one, but a lot of people like it, uh, and it is the Boardwalk Hotel. We're not going to spend a lot of time on this one, but if you're looking for fun um, and not overly expensive, the Boardwalk is a good choice for you. Yeah, the Boardwalk has all kinds of amenities that you can take advantage of. The pools are great. I just think the rooms themselves are dated. Yeah, they need to be redone. Let's move to our third category in uh, resorts. Expensive and fancy. Uh, we talked last in last week's episode about the Grand Floridian that we think is uh, that we think is a little overrated because it's just not our vibe. It's not our speed. So we're not going to spend a lot of time on the Grand Floridian. But if you want expensive and fancy and uh, something that reminds you of a doily, then Grand Floridian is right for you. Yeah. I just, it's not my speed. No, but the Contemporary is our second one on this list. The Contemporary is a new fave of ours. We really have grown to love the Contemporary. Yeah, so if you don't know it, it's the really tall one. It's like 13 stories that has the monorail going through. It's just that the theme is just, it's just a contemporary hotel. So it's a little more modern. The design, it's great. Um, California Grill up on the top floor, fantastic restaurant. Um Easy access to the Magic Kingdom. It's the only resort in Walt Disney World where you can walk to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So, again, you got to take all this into consideration. Do you want to drive? What parks mean something to you? What park do you want to go to the most? If Magic Kingdom is your bread and butter and you have the money, because an average room, uh, we find rooms. At Contemporary? Um, I'd say between five fifty to eight hundred. Yeah. If if Magic Kingdom is all you want to do and you want to walk and you want ease, contemporary is right for you. We have one more category, but first we're gonna take a brief break to talk to our friends from Travel Leaders. There's nothing quite like the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It's the place where dreams come true. Moments last a lifetime, and enchantment is around every corner. The world tells you to grow up. Here, you never have to. Walt Disney World Resort. That's the power of magic. To start planning a magical Disney vacation with a Travel Leaders Advisor, visit tvlleaders.com slash tfg. That's tvlleaders.com slash tfg. 
Welcome back. Our final category and how to choose the right resort for you. Moderate to expensive outdoorsy. Outdoorsy. We are not outdoorsy. Colin's actually more outdoorsy than I am. But a, a few first, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Now, this is expensive, but there are a lot of perks to staying at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, so there's two resorts at Animal Kingdom. There's the Kidani Village, and then there's Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's great. Great theming. Great restaurants. Um, the pool was great. Um, I loved it. It's just really far out there. Um, but one of the perks is all of the animals right there. So you can look out your balcony and a giraffe is just like walking around right there. Yeah, remember when I said earlier that if you are, it depends on really what type of person you are. This is a good one for this type of person. If you are a person who wants to chill a couple days and stay at the resort and not go to a park and you want to take advantage of the grounds, this is a great resort for you. Great pools with uh, rest- great restaurants at this property at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And as Colin said, hello, it's like a zoo right off your balcony. So if you want to spend a day at a resort and you have the money in, in the budget, Animal Kingdom Lodge is probably one of our favorites. Yes, absolutely. Even though they do need to redo the rooms. I'm the, just saying. I was just going to say, yeah, the rooms, because this was probably built in, what, 97? 98, like that. yeah, somewhere on there. So the rooms do feel dated. They're a little musty smelling. They're a little small. They're a little dark. Um, but... They're, they get the job done. They're just not as nice as some of the other properties. Next, moderate to expensive outdoorsy, Wilderness Lodge. Uh, now, this is in uh, the Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom area. Yeah. And this one, look, uh, we've had friends stay at this one. Uh, this is a lot of people's favorite. They love Wilderness Lodge. Yeah, this is on our list. We haven't been here yet. so Yeah. So if you are outdoorsy and it's in your budget, uh, Wilderness Lodge. Cabins at Fort Wilderness. If you have a, If you have a big group. Um, like, let's say you're getting some friends together, check out a cabin. The cabins at Fort Wilderness is maybe a good uh, option for you. So, yeah, keep in mind, Fort Wilderness is different from the Wilderness Lodge. The Wilderness Lodge is a deluxe resort. It's a big hotel. Camp Wilderness, you literally, there's campgrounds. You can bring in, like, a trailer. You can pitch a tent. Or you can stay in one of the cabins or tree houses that are there. So there's all kinds of different options at that property before we get to mickey's mailbag just one more thing again to keep in mind Uh, we talked about vibe what kind of vibe person are you we talked about budget but also location what is more what's most important to you what park is most important to you what i mean by that is you've heard us rattle off a lot of resorts here if magic kingdom is 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 your cup of tea and you're going to spend a lot of a lot of time let's bottom line it you have the money money's really no object polynesian Fort Wilderness, or the Contemporary. If Epcot and Hollywood Studios are your faves, if you're thinking about location, Swan, Dolphin, Beach, Yacht, Boardwalk, all of those resorts uh, are within walking distance of Epcot and Hollywood. So if you're going to spend an inordinate amount of time at those parks and you're like, to uh, Magic Kingdom, check out those. If Animal Kingdom is your jam and you don't care to be really far out on property, then Animal Kingdom Lodge is a great choice for you. Yeah, another popular question we get a lot is on versus off property. Is it worth it? You know, it really depends. Some people, like uh, my cousin just went, they were just going to go to Disney for like a day, maybe two. They had 15 people. They rented a house and then drove in. Much more economical. But if you're going to go to the parks every day, it can be a huge pain in the butt. One, you have to pay for parking. You have to sit in that traffic, which is horrendous in the mornings. Um, you know, and then if you're not, if you didn't rent a car and you have to take a taxi, which is what we did the very first time we ever went, we stayed like 
over by Universal Studios, which is, I don't know, 10 miles, something yeah. like that. We took a taxi in every day and back. And the money we saved in staying off property, we spent in taxis, plus all the time in the car and traffic and headache and everything else. So you just got to weigh those options. Yeah. I mean, you got to think about the benefits. Spending a little bit more, is it worth it to get Walt Disney World transportation? The ability to buy things in the park and get it sent back to your hotel. That's right. It's a perk we don't often talk about, but you don't have to walk around with your souvenirs. If you're staying on property, again, there's that term again, if you buy souvenirs and Mickey ears, but you don't want to carry it around, you can have it sent back to your resort. It's it's fantastic. There are just so many, the magic band, I mean, paying for everything with the magic band. Yeah, you don't have to bring a purse with all your credit cards and stuff. Everything can get charged on your magic band. You literally need your phone and your magic band and that's it. Again, it's just determining what is important to you. You've got Mickey Mail. Oh, boy. This is where we answer your comments and questions on our Two Fairy Godfathers Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Colin, we have a Mickey Mail today. We do. I got a question the other day on Facebook. Thanks so much for sending those in. Um, Looking to plan a vacation with their family in 2020. So we're in June right now of 2019, and I wasn't sure. So I hopped on the website, and I went to look. You cannot book a hotel online for 2020 yet. Which I was shocked by. I'm shocked by that. It's June. So I did a little digging and found out that a lot of the packages get released for next year will get released in the next week or two. Oh. um, In June. And again, we're taping this on June 12th, 13th. 13th. Yeah. June 13th. So um, the packages get released, they said roughly like June 18th, just an estimate for 2020, the first round of packages. So those packages might be like, um, a meal plan, park tickets, and a hotel, that kind of thing. Um, if you just want a hotel, everyone was saying, you can book a hotel 499 days in advance. And I thought, I can't. Why, why, what are they talking about? You have to call. If you call to make your reservation, you can book a hotel room 499 days in advance. Only so, calling, though. Only calling. So, 1-800-W-Disney, I think it is still. Something yeah. like that, yeah. So if you are proactive and you're planning out and you know you're going to go, um, and the hotels aren't available online, just do your research online to get an idea of what hotel you want and then call. And the cast members are great at helping you out and picking a room, getting you deals. They'll kind of ask you, why are you coming? What Have you been here before? Did you like that? What didn't you like about it? And they can help you pick a resort. I sometimes actually, Colin will be on, if, you, if there's two in your party, this is what Colin and I do. Colin will be on the computer on the Walt Disney World website, and I will be speaking to a cast member and comparing, like, you know, okay, Colin's finding this deal, then the operator's finding a deal. I like sometimes speaking to a person especially because, again, this is why we do this every week. It's daunting, everybody. Fairy friends, we know planning a Walt Disney World vacation is daunting, especially if you've never gone. So sometimes it is just helpful speaking to a human. They know their stuff. You know, a lot of times when we called, they said if you can move your dates around, just move your stay by two days and you can save big time because yeah. this deal starts. So sometimes call the cast members. Well, that is going to do it for us this week. Episode 20. I can't believe it. Thank you so much for your support. Continue to support us. Spread the word. Follow us. That's the easiest way to do it on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Search for Two Fairy Godfathers. And don't forget we drop a new episode every single Monday because Mondays are for fairies. That's right. Have a magical week, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye, friends. Bye, friends.